Johnny, dude, I was just thinking, like, why don't we what? show some of our talents on the podcast? Like, I feel like I'm a pretty good singer, and so I was... Really? Let's hear something. Let's hear something right now. Let's see if I allow it. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll sing for you. Um, a sugar... Stop. Stop. What? What? <laughs> Jay, do not quit podcasting. Just stick to podcasting. You stick. know what we should do? Let's just interview someone that knows how to sing. What do you think? Oh, that's actually a good idea. Let's interview someone who knows how to sing. Because clearly I can't do it. All right. <laughs> Thus introducing our friend Talon. Woo! Who is very talented. The oh. talented Talon. <laughs> that's what they call me. <laughs> the extra Just C kidding. is for extra talent. Yeah, that's what my mom calls me. <laughs> <laughs> Talon, how long have you been singing for? Oh, dude, I've been singing my, my whole life, honestly. So I, ever since... I could talk. I've been singing and dancing and and just being musical in general. So, yeah, honestly. And then up until this point, I just people can't get me to shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so are you from? Where are you from originally? Uh, Utah. Yeah, so I'm from Cedar Hills, Utah. Lived here my whole life in the same house. Was brought home to the home that I'm in now. Um, and yeah, I mean, I hope to leave one day, but <laughs> I'm pretty poor, so so not now. <laughs> yeah, I got you. That's the uh, just blame COVID right now. That's what everyone else is doing. I know exactly. I want to leave. I can't. I have so many aspirations. <laughs> the sickness is so inconvenient. Ah, it's holding me back. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. So, what are some of your interests? And do you come from, like, a musical family besides music? Those are my two questions. Then I'll let Johnny ask the next one. Okay. Um, so I'll answer the music one first. Uh, I come from a musical family. Yes. Um, I My aunt taught me piano. My grandma also taught me piano. Um, my mom taught me guitar. So we, we all kind of sing a little bit i'm the only one who's really like taking it seriously but they can my whole family can hold a tune which is which is good <laughs> um yeah and basically just kind of grew up with music in the house all the time um you know whether it was singing playing piano or just listening to music in general i think my whole family is very passionate <laughs> about what they listen to um I, in fact i just i do not get along with my dad and well, in, in regards to music, we just, <laughs> he hates my music and I hate his music and <laughs> we're always going back and forth on it. And yeah, we're, but we're all very musical. Um, so I think that's, that's obviously one of the big reasons I got into music was because I was just surrounded by it. It was second nature. So in your iPod shuffle right now, what would you say 
is something that I'd be playing. Give me like five songs that you'd be listening to recently, the past okay, week or so, two, or so just a few songs, not really five. There's, yeah, there's some. Recently, um, Phoebe Bridgers came out with a new album called Punisher. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh, it's just incredible. And that range is disgusting. The production, oh my gosh, um, the production on that is inc- just crazy. So I've been listening to all that, but. I specific like songs specifically on that album, probably um, let's see, probably the I know the end is mm-hmm. is the closing track on the album, and it's just incredible. And then um, I see you is another one, and oh my gosh, it's just such a good album, album of the year in my mind, honestly. But um, aside from Phoebe Bridgers. Um, you know what? Let's just like, yeah, go through it. Let's see. I'm like, might as well go look. (laughs) It's always interesting to see what people are listening to. Yeah, exactly. Um, Adrian Lenker, she's been one of my favorites for, um, a a long time actually, but she, um, she doesn't release music in a while, but I'm always listening to her. Um, Grimes. Let's see. Nicole Dollinganger. I'm trying to find ones that are more popular. So like, oh, I, <laughs> no, we we love we love the underground stuff. Like I don't want yeah. I don't want to hear you talking about the weekend. I want to hear <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, have you um, ever heard of the, uh, the Iron Beatles? And they're they're an up and coming band that I know about. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, yeah, but just I mean I I listen to all sorts of stuff, but I I think I definitely mostly listen to indie music and nice. um, yeah, I mean of course being being a independent and like lesser known artist mm-hmm. makes me more drawn to to smaller artists obviously because i i get the struggle so it's kind of cool that in today's day and age you don't necessarily need like uh you know in the old in the old days meaning 50 years ago <laughs> you really needed to have like a contract with the with like a studio or a recording recording studio we'll call it um yeah you'd have to have a record label just exactly to get anything out yeah now you can I, just record something. I mean, freaking Taylor Swift got started just on a MySpace page. Yeah. You know, it's just really? you can control your own narrative. So many people do. Actually, one of the one of the artists I mentioned, um, Grimes, she she did too, on MySpace. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's pretty crazy, and I think I think the modern day MySpace is like TikTok. I <laughs> I recently actually went viral on TikTok. Get out. Yeah, strangest thing. I I posted a video of me singing a cover, um, and doing a duet, and it got like 1.4 million views. Dude, crazy! I was gonna brag about our 300 views. Wow. (laughs) I was trying to. (laughs) It's it's any anything's a success, you guys. Don't worry. But um, yeah, no. What's uh, what's your TikTok handle for all our people to follow? Uh, Talon Everett. Everything is okay. Nice. All the all the social media. Social media. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, yeah, but it's it's crazy how people get their starts and and as you mentioned, yeah, you don't you don't really need a label anymore. You kind of just and I mean I I've released music independently and you know a lot of artists do really well doing that. <laughs> that's so crazy. So if you heard my phone go off there for a second, that's because I was looking you up on. Oh uh, really? Yeah, that Creeper. was my Nick Miller old Creeper man alert. moment. Yeah, well, I was looking you up on TikTok. I was like, 1.4 million views. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean it's pretty it's pretty crazy. You know, I I um woke up then so I posted it at night and like I had forty followers the night I posted it and I woke up and and had I don't know how many I had when I woke up actually, but I think right now You're up to eighteen thousand. Jeez. Yeah. That's so how you do I it. I went from forty to eighteen thousand, you know, and it's crazy because I've had producers reach out just from that. I've had managers reach out just from that video. And it's one it's only one of my videos. Like the other ones don't do super well. <laughs> it's like I mean it's pretty crazy. One one video and you know, it can help you you help you through your career. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. One. But you get a thing. consistent like over a thousand views now, you know, and even yeah. some of them are up to twenty eight thousand. I'm seeing. <laughs> it's kind of crazy though how that is. You know what I mean? Like you get into an algorithm and it just shows up on <laughs> everyone's feed. It's true. I mean, I was very shocked that it did anything, but I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like my phone, I, I my phone actually crashed. I had to like go turn off <laughs> all my notifications. It was, <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> Oh, what <laughs> a good a, feeling to have. Yeah, was that? Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Was that like a bit of a, a rush? Oh, my gosh. It was so validating. I was like, oh, thank the Lord. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is, I mean, it was really cool to just be like, oh, I'm, I'm being appreciated. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so sick. Really awesome feeling, yeah. That's so sick. I love it. Um, so before we get, so that's kind of a cool intro into your music, and we're kind of just talking about your general, general, um, you know what's kind of happening. I was just curious before we get too deep into your music. Do you have any other big interests besides just music? Yeah. Um, so I mean, a lot of it connects back to music for me. But so uh, writing music, of course. Um, but then, then just writing in general. I love writing poetry. Surprisingly, like writing academically. <laughs> um, which uh, so writing a lot of. I mean, a lot of my inspiration comes from poets and you know all sorts of stuff but then also photography um film photography specifically i think it's just so cool because it's it's so much different than digital so and you just don't know what you're gonna get and it's it's very sporadic and i love that about it um and then uh i, I like wrote down my interests family friends i love creepy <laughs> things i'm i i love like scary movies and and scary Ooh, nice. houses and abandoned places. Oh, I love just creepy things. I will admit, <laughs> Eliza is our field for one out of the. She's the brave one out of the between me and Jay. We're <laughs> scared to do anything, and Liza's like, no, no, I'll watch it. I'll do it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know what it is with that, but I. It's just always really interested me. It's not like that rush from getting scared is strangely something that I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Liza likes to take me to scary movies and then I don't sleep but she does and so it's like thanks Liza You're like thanks <laughs> yeah I'm glad we're doing this there's a lot of humor though in, in uh, horror like they do a really good job of mixing it in so that's kind of fun that I don't know that's kind mm -hmm. of you know it kind of it's almost a metaphor for you it seems like where you're very you know a bright and positive person but then you love yeah. this kind of like horror and creepiness it's kind of funny yeah. how there's that contrast yeah, well, and I, I mean, for sure, it, I think a lot of people wouldn't expect that from me. Um, but, you know, it, I, I try to be positive, but I also definitely have that darker part of me that's interested in, in that kind of stuff. And I have doll heads all over my room. People, that that's one thing that, that everyone will walk into my room and they're like, 
what is going on? And I'm like, I just think they're, I just think they're cool. Sorry, guys. Deal with it. Yeah, Maybe it's really just to keep people out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real reason. <laughs> so are you, I like how you artists that you pick a lot or a lot of singer songwriter artists. Those are usually the ones I tend to, cause that's when you feel emotion from them. Is that, do you like to do that more? You do you feel like you're more of a singer songwriter? Well, yeah. One million percent. I think, um, for me, really music, it, I mean, it's fulfilling if, if it's just like I'm playing around, but like, it's, it's really, really fulfilling when I'm writing my own stuff, when I'm writing about stuff that I'm passionate about and stuff that is emotional. I, I really, otherwise I don't think I would like music that much. <laughs> and I mean, in, in my own writing, I, I am definitely more of a, I'm drawn more to, to singer songwriters because of how they make me feel. And so I kind of cultivate, or I, I kind of put that into my own music and, yeah, so I, I mean, I hope to to make people feel stuff with my music, and not necessarily. I, I always, I always, not that that pop music and really upbeat music is bad, but I'm definitely more drawn to calm music that has a really good message behind it. So yeah, it's funny how like sad songs sometimes make me happy. Mm-hmm. It can be like a sad, depressing song, but it uplifts me. In like I know. a very weird way, but I love it. I totally get it. I totally like, get I really it. Liked, I think it was last last summer, two summers ago, Casey Musgraves dropped like a really random like non-country album, and it was so mm-hmm. good and real. Oh, my god! And then, like two of her songs, like you can go in tears with it, but it makes you happy, and it's super sad. Yeah, and well, I like so I have a list of um, my favorite artists yes, from let's... based off of the email that you sent me. <laughs> right there, lore. second is Casey Musgraves. Aww. That album, oh my god! Right? Golden Hour was my summer. Still, it still is. I still hear it. I well, still yeah. it all the time. It's my it's my soundtrack to like my freshman year of college. It was right? all I listened to because it's so incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a positive yeah. message, which you wouldn't expect. But mm-hmm. I've been we've done a few music. Uh, we've done like three music podcasts, and I always bring up Casey. Oh, <laughs> Everything about her, I just love. I know, and the the songwriting in that is just. Oh my gosh! Just, yeah, it's so pure. And, and the production, I I, I love her sort of because I mean it still is considered country, but I love the 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 dialed down really. Yeah. She just formed to that to that genre. No, it's like inclusive country where yeah. you don't need to be a country fan or an indie fan. It's you're just yeah. a fan of music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I really appreciated that album for for many reasons, but yeah, especially because she just she was just like, ah, let's throw genre out the window. Right. I don't really care. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna make an, an amazing album that will win thirty three thousand Grammys, and it's awesome. Oh my gosh, I know, well deserved. I was so pumped. <laughs> right. So, uh, oh my gosh, incredible. Yeah, it makes it's interesting when an artist can do that, you know, because some people, some artists, kind of like actors, kind of get typecast into one type yep. of either character or one type of music. So it's kind of cool when people break the trend. Yeah. Well, that's that's one thing I I don't know. I, I definitely have an R&B voice, but I am not drawn towards R&B music whatsoever. <laughs> so I, I kind of just am like, if I want to make a song, a certain genre, if I want to make indie music, if I want to make 
may, yeah, maybe R&B music eventually, then I'll just do it. But I, I don't really want to be put into that box of like, you have to make this type of music. And, and maybe that's the nice thing of not being signed to a record label is, is you're not having an agenda pushed on you as an artist. I'm I'm just free to make whatever I want right now. <laughs> well, none of your rights are taken away. I imagine it is a lot like being published as a writer where, you know, once you get published, it's like, hey, you kind of throw away a lot of your rights. Um, they get to pick, you know, who narrates, you know, if you go on Audible, they're going to pick who narrates it. They're going to pick what your book looks like. You know, they're going to take away a lot of that stuff. You know, if you were to release an album right now, someone would come in and they would probably design the album cover for you. They yeah, would probably. Oh, I could not handle that. <laughs> yeah, they probably could have, you know, taken rights to whether or not it gets moved into a movie or whatever else, you know, depending on how it's yeah. used. It's it's hard with that stuff. A lot of times, you kind of lose a lot of mobility. So it's a balance. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I know that's. I the the album cover part throws me off so bad because <laughs> I think for me, music and visuals just like completely go hand in hand. And oh my gosh, I can't imagine somebody being like, "This is your album cover." I'd be like, "Um, absolutely not." <laughs> Even if it was a good one, I'm like, "I didn't, I didn't have a say in it, so no." <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to see like people will, will remember bands, but they'll also remember album covers because uh-huh. it means that much. Like it's a, it tells a story. Yeah, exactly. Well, and if you think bringing up Golden Hour again, mm-hmm. like that that album cover just for me. It looks like how the album sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, maybe that's you because yes, you can't guess what's going on by just yeah. looking at it. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it's crazy though. So, have you how how often? I mean, I know it's hard now in the real world how we're living today. When was the last time you were able to perform live in front of people? So I actually did. Um, this wasn't necessarily in front of people, um, but I did a live stream video with a with a, um, a company called fat fish um, and it's called social antidote is the the shows that they're doing and um, they basically live stream it on Facebook and they live stream it on YouTube and it's this whole really big production with no audience which <laughs> oddly enough is is more stressful to me than having an audience <laughs> um, no feedback yeah no feedback whatsoever so um, but I, I did that in sometime in like early May. Um, oh, okay. So, I mean, it's been good being able to still perform at least in that way. Um, yeah. And just, just play, playing music is something that I've missed out on or that I miss right now a lot, but there are a lot of people doing those live stream, those live stream concerts and stuff. So I definitely had more opportunities than I thought I would. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what that's what's nice. That technology is our friend. Exactly. When it comes to this. Mm-hmm. I know it was. I mean, it was it was crazy watching all the behind the scenes things because I was basically performing to a bunch of cameras and and um, yeah. I mean, technology obviously has changed the music industry. <laughs> it's insane. So can I ask about like music creation? Because I know you've created a lot of your own original songs. When you make something, do you write the music first? Do you write the lyrics first? Does someone help collaborate on the music? Do you, you mm-hmm. know, take from different songs a little bit? How does that even like just because it's so new to me? I'm I'm not I'm not versed at all in the music <laughs> world. So if you could just help me, like, yeah. how does someone even create a song? For sure. Um, 
I think obviously it's it's different for a lot of people. Uh, for me personally, though, I generally will do chords first. Um, so I usually write on either the piano or the guitar, um, and I'll do chords. And then I have let me let me pull this. I mean, I have so many notes in my phone of just like random phrases that'll come to me throughout the day or or I'm inspired by like a movie or you know mm -hmm. something and I'll write something down a lot of the times I'll go back to them and be like what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so usually I'll write the chords and then go find some inspiration and decide what I want the song to be about and for me that's that's like the most vital part is um, finding out what it'll be about and then going and writing down my feelings and kind of how I want this song to come to be, how I want this song to be perceived and how the message that I want to get across and then kind of just go from there. A lot of the times it just kind of flows out of me. Um, I think, I think, but the preparation is something that really helps me write the song afterwards quickly and like efficiently um, but yeah, so I, I would say chords, then kind of brainstorm and then lyrics. And a lot of the times actually with, with goodbye lullaby, my, I just, it was my first independent single. Um, like I, I have this thing where I don't write bridges until production. Because oh, I hate bridges. Oh my gosh, they're what are, terrible. What are bridges? I have the hardest time with the bridges. Bridges are what takes you from the 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 chorus from the second chorus. Yeah, from yeah from the main part of the song to the chorus, like it bridges you through. And for like, me, it's always the hardest because you want to make it different, but it can't be too different. And yeah. and it's 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 very important structurally too, but just because it's like it's basically the climax, and then also. A lot of the times, if it's a more of a story, uh, story like if you're writing a song, it's a story. It's the big reveal. So, what's like? What's your favorite song, Jay? Like a popular song that I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I so, really like Bastille. I don't know if you know the band Bastille. Yeah, yeah. So they've got a, a song. Um, like when I, I know the lyric or the lyrics are like, when I watch the world burn, all I think about is you, but I can't remember the name of the song. I yeah. look, give me two seconds. Uh, and I can look it up. Do you know the song? I don't, I don't know that I know the song, but do you know, like Pompeii by them? That's yeah. Like, yeah. So if the bridge, let's see. So like there's the chorus or no, here's the verse. Yeah. Verse. And then it goes back to the chorus. And then hopefully the song has a bridge. Some songs don't. <laughs> like one big world does that a lot. They don't need bridges with their amazing lyrics, and they're like, ah, you're so talented. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Maybe. So this next part's gonna be the bridge. Right there. Yeah. So when it kind of changes pace. Oh, okay. So that's a bridge. Okay, I'm with you now. Yeah, that's a bridge. It's. I mean, it's. It follows a different melody generally, and then, you know, it's the only. If you're talking like really basic structure of a song, it's the only part that doesn't repeat mel melodically. 
It's interesting. So I'm a big writer, but I don't uh, I don't have anything published. I, mm-hmm. I, I write a book and I get 50 pages in, and then I give up, and then I start writing a screenplay, and I get you know 60 pages in, and then I give up. But it's kind of like almost like a plot where you know you have these like the plot starts off at one point, and then you have like a inflection point in the story almost where it changes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the adventure begins. It's kind of like that almost. Yeah. Oh, it's. I mean, it's for sure. Um, the structure of a song is very much like writing a story or a novel or you know it's it's just like a very condensed version of that with Mm -hmm. with a melody yeah so i mean that's one of the things i actually i love reading so that that helped me a lot with songwriting because learning how to tell a story is a big part of songwriting (laughs) at least my personal songwriting it depends on the type of songwriting but yeah so, Talon, do you rather, do you like working, have you worked with bands, like, made your own band, have you collaborated with bands, or do you more like, I can do it, I don't really need, I like to be by myself, because I know artists in yeah. control, I've been there, it is not, yes. everyone has their own say, I get it, but where, mm-hmm. where do you, where do you see yourself more as? Yeah, so, and actually in college, I, um, I was in a band, didn't love it, not gonna right? lie. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm definitely a control freak. I would be that nightmare <laughs> vocalist that they're like, oh my gosh, because I you know, especially especially when it comes to music, I have to have everything my way. And that's one one thing that probably is not gonna make me appealing to a record label <laughs> is I'm like, absolutely not. It has to be my way. It's it's m- me as an artist. I I I'm just very picky about that, which is I think a, I think a good thing if it's not too much. Yeah, but definitely more of a solo artist. I would yeah I would be open to like doing a project with another band. You, Phoebe Bridgers actually she does she does she's in a band with um, Lucy Dacus and uh, Julian Baker, and it's kind of like a side project. Mm-hmm. But I think that's all. I don't think I would do that as like my main <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, you just get on GarageBand and get all your stuff ready. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, definitely, definitely more of a solo artist. <laughs> what do you use to record? If you don't mind me asking, do you just have like a studio mic? Do you use like we use Adobe Audition for our podcast? Yeah. So I I have a producer actually who produces my my oh, stuff. Cool. I believe he uses Pro Tools. Um, yeah, Pro Tools. But we have an, I, what? I was gonna say we have an imaginary producer, but that was that was going nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> his name's Guillermo. I, it's, it's, yeah, his name's Guillermo. He's made up. We just sound. <laughs> we like to pretend we're bigger than we are. You you randomly talk to Guillermo and yeah, yeah. He passes like us notes, there. and it's just really us uh-huh. like, on the phones, and we'll be like, Guillermo, you didn't tell us about this appointment. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh! Any I mistake love it. we make, it's yeah. yeah thrown on Guillermo's back. It was his. We blame our intern. We have a we have a we have a whole system going. <laughs> I so we get it. it. We get producers. We get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's fun, fun <laughs> stuff. I wish I could do it myself. Going back to like being a control freak, and I'm I'm learning how to produce, but it's a very slow process. Uh, mixing alone, that's like another oh. degree. Yeah. So I have yet to produce my own stuff but hopefully in the future we'll get to that point because like i said control freak you know, <laughs> sometimes it's hard working with a producer if they don't 
if they don't like have the same vision as you do where you're like no i want it to sound exactly like this and if it doesn't then i don't want it at all (laughs) yeah but pretty pretty fun working with producers (laughs) yeah well, I get that. Johnny and I sometimes like we argue on how we want to take a direction or whatever, and we're we actually are like really good about not arguing. But other people will jump in sometimes. We have so one oh, of yeah, our, yeah, one of my uh, uncles who's who's like super inspired. Like he helps us all the time. He's 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 mm-hmm. a total filmmaker and all this other stuff. He one time yeah. gave us a suggestion we both didn't like, and we're like, oh, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. Like <laughs> just yeah. instantly shut it down. <laughs> and we get that all the time, and it's like me and Jay agree on ninety percent of the stuff. That's why we're still able to do this. Because like even if we don't agree on one thing, I'm like, eh, you know, it's nothing important. Yeah. But then you'll get someone to be like, take out the name to this, and we're like, name's ninety percent of what we're doing. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally get that. I totally get that because it's like, sorry, this is my baby. Yeah, we were I very didn't sensitive. I for your opinion, and if I did, I really didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, and I try and, like, you know, there's a there's a famous writer who says, kill your darling. Basically, like, if your editor comes in and says you need to do this instead, he says, I'll kill my darling. Um, so I try and keep that balance. Like, I'll listen to him, but there are times where I'm like, no, we're not doing it. Like, there's no way. Yeah. It's kind of, I think it's, everyone's got to find their own balance. Because some exactly. people can be, yeah. It, it cracks me up the way, you, the way you say it, though. Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> funny. Well, and it's, yeah. and it's also evolving too. Like, like talent two years ago is different than talent now. Like, you know, you progress, you've learned more. Like, our podcast a year ago is way different than now. We're more concise, believe it or not, than what we were when we first started. <laughs> we're Love more it. structured. We're more structured. You know, like I said in the beginning, my favorite podcasts are the ones where they just like blabber on the whole time. Because I, I feel like I'm there having a conversation not have not inputting anything but you know it's (laughs) it's still i i mean it's my favorite kind so don't don't structure too much (laughs) yeah well it's cool when we get someone who's interesting like you where it's like this is stuff that i've always wondered like how do you write a song i i have a, a cousin's cousin so my cousin's cousin is in a band called the story so far and they're pop punk i don't know if you've ever heard of them they're pretty big in that scene but I asked him one time, like, how do you write a song and music or lyrics first? And he said, music first. And then he didn't tell me anything else. He just moved on <laughs> to the family part. And I was like, okay, thanks, Kellen. Like, like, thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I was no. kind of a snot-nosed teenager at the time, so I don't blame him. But mm-hmm. I've always wondered that question. Like, how do, you, how do you write music? How do you do this? How do you, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of I mean, cool. it's, it's, it's a fun process, but it, it, it is confusing. For me, it, it definitely comes naturally. I think for a lot of artists it does. So sometimes trying to explain it, you're just like, I don't know. It just kind of <laughs> happens, you know? But, um, yeah, if I could, I mean, if I could explain it best, it'd just be, you know, how, how I did, how I laid it out for you. Chords, then like kind of brainstorming, then lyrics and a lot of writing lyrics is inspiration. Like I said, from that, from all those, those notes on my phone. <laughs> how long does one song take to write? Like, in terms of it hours. Really, yeah, it really depends. It, um, I have songs that I've been sitting on for, for years and I still haven't finished and plan to finish. Um, and then I have song, my, the song I released, Goodbye Lullaby, I finished that in 15 minutes. So it really, yeah, it really just depends. Sometimes, a lot of the times they'll just like flow out of me. And I think maybe that's because of the preparation that I do um, and like kind of knowing what I want the song to be 
before I actually sit down and write it. Um, yeah, so, but it really depends. It can take hours, it can take days, it can take years in some cases, can't take minutes, you know. Yeah, so it really just depends. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, and it honestly, it depends with every artist too, but I know people that can just, just crank out tons and tons and tons of songs. And I'm sometimes like that, but sometimes definitely not like that either. Does it ever feel like you're almost out of body, you know, like almost like an out of body experience, like you're watching someone else write the lyrics if you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah well, like it's you're funny. on autopilot and you're just going. Mm -hmm. It's funny looking back now, I can hardly even remember the actual like process of writing Goodbye Lullaby. I don't even really, I remember <laughs> after I had finished it, but I don't remember during, I, I have no clue, <laughs> like. It's, I mean, it's crazy. It, it, so it definitely does feel a little out of body sometimes where, and sometimes you'll write stuff and you'll be like, wait, I didn't even know I was feeling that way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, subconscious, for coming in there. <laughs> Speaking of which, Talon, have you like, I mean, you've always written a couple of songs and or heaps of songs. Is there one that, because artists happen this all the time, like you'll write a song and you'll be like, this is my best song ever. And then you write like, one they don't care about, and yet you get the better response from the one you don't care about. Yep. Has that happened yet to you? Where you're like, yeah. you like that song? That wasn't even good. Yeah. Look at this other song. Yeah, well, it's it's surprising a lot of times. Goodbye Lullaby was my last choice to record first. It was my very last choice, uh, but it was the one that had the best reaction on social media, and so I was like, okay, sure, I'll do that one. <laughs> and, you know, it's done pretty well, but but there were, like, five other songs that I would have rather recorded that didn't really have a great response um, compared to Goodbye Lullaby. So, so for sure, a lot of the times, especially, actually, I'll show my parents songs that I write, and they'll be like, that is the one that you like a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, thank you. And they're like, why don't why don't you sing this one that you wrote one time? I'm like, no, I don't want to sing that one. What, uh, I was, I was just going to say that, um, Liza's favorite so far has been goodbye lullaby. So it's funny that you said that, that that's kind of had the best reaction. And I saw mm -hmm. it, Scott, I think almost 50,000, 40,000 hits on Spotify. Yeah. I think, I think 40,000 ish. Maybe I haven't checked today. I usually check every morning. Nothing wrong with you. We do that all the time with our memes. Don't even worry. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm always that's the thing too. Like with us, like we'll make a meme that we'll think is hilarious. Like we're peeing our pants. I'll like yeah. text Jay so excited about it. And then it fails. And then we do one that we just throw away and it gets like 10,000 likes. We're like, why is that? How is that possible? Oh we had one that got, I know. What? It's crazy. 14,000 likes. It was just. It was simple. nothing. Like I did it. Like yeah, it was like late at night, and we just threw one in there because Baby Yoda was huge. Like oh, let's do this. It makes no sense. And then other ones were like on the floor crying. Like spent weeks and weeks like getting every minute detail perfect, and then two hundred likes, three hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, it's uh, kind of trippy to think like how many people have seen it because you know ten thousand likes, eleven or fourteen thousand likes is probably close to fifty thousand people roughly just based on. You know, just looking. not everyone who's seeing it is liking it. Yeah. But uh, mm -hmm. it's just kind of trippy. Like you said, 1.4 million people. Like I can't even fathom that many people. <laughs> I've been in yeah. stadiums with, you know, a couple, you know, tens of thousands of people. And it's like, this is a lot of people. But 1.4 million? That's yeah. insane. Like the Western, Western U.S. right there. All of the mm -hmm. West heard you and loved it. 
I, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about that. And like every, I don't know, just the fact that they've seen like my face and that's, that was my <laughs> thought. I was like, hopefully I look decent in that one. But no, uh, yeah, it's crazy. How many, I, that's one thing I actually like about TikTok is it shows you how many likes and it shows you how many engagements and views. Um, and yeah, so it's nice to be like, oh, wow, I'm so glad that 1.4 million people saw that video. It's kind of scary, but <laughs> yeah. you can brag about it. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> my Well, my whole family was more excited than I was. <laughs> and they, they made a group text without me. <laughs> without you. <laughs> yeah, I, I turned to my sister and like, who keeps texting you? And they're like, oh, it's dad. He made a he made a group chat um, updating everyone how many views you have. I was like, why am I? So I, I stole her phone. I was like, dad, why am I not in this group chat? <laughs> like, what? And he's like, oh, I kind of forgot. I was like, okay, <laughs> great. That's so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so one of the questions I had, you've been on, you've done stuff with The Voice and you've done stuff with American Idol, right? How yeah. was that experience? Was it positive? Was it negative? Were you just kind of like, eh? Yeah, and kind I mean, of walk so, us through what happened. Yeah, with both with the voice, it was when I was seventeen, um, and I made it to what's called the executive producer audition, which basically, with TV shows, what they are a lot of preliminary auditions that they don't show you, um, and the executive producer audition is two auditions before the celebrity audition, um, and with that audition process super smooth and you know I didn't make it super far so I didn't I didn't learn a ton from that except to kind of um you know keep trying keep trying um two from the American two from Idol, the people isn't that far that seems pretty far to someone like me who's just a judge I mean well. yeah I, I mean, it's pretty far it's pretty far but um I didn't make it on tv so I you know. <laughs> but um Your bar is just so much higher than Jay's <laughs> Yeah, it's right. okay. It's okay. Hopefully you will be. I love be it. No, it's good to set the bar a, that high. A vocal reality TV show anytime <laughs> soon. No, but, um, yeah. So with American Idol, it was a little bit different because I was older. Um, I was in college actually, so I had to drop out of college to to go on to American Idol, which was I was I was fine with. I was definitely <laughs> fine with dropping out of college, but. Um, and so that whole audition process took a few months um, with preliminary rounds and everything. And I eventually made it to the celebrity round um, with Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, auditioned for them in Oregon and got three yeses. And um, then went through to Hollywood. And um, basically from there, so there's three rounds of Hollywood Week. I made it through the first round, which is a solo round, and you come prepared with a song. And then comes the hard part of the whole week, which is you basically have to learn a song the night that you go through the next round. So I go through the solo rounds, and that that very night we get out of the theater at like 12, we get out of the theater at like midnight, go back to the hotel, have to learn a song, and to perform in the morning. And you don't get it early in the morning. Yeah. Uh, So, and that, that specific round is a duet round. Um, They used to be group rounds. They changed it to duet rounds. So you're doing somebody that you don't know, most likely. And 
you know, I had a great duet partner, and but we had a, I didn't know the song going into Hollywood Week, so I had to learn all the lyrics that night to perform the next morning. And so went on to the duet round. Uh, I made it through. My partner did it, and unfortunately, she did great. I mean, we both did great. I, we, we felt good about our performance, and, you know, the judges loved it, so that was, that was nice. <laughs> And then I went on to the third round, which is another solo round. And you do the same thing where if you go through the duet rounds, you have to go back to the hotel really late at night and learn another song. And so I go back and I learn the song and in the morning I perform it. And then I didn't go through that round. But going back to to what I learned, a lot of what I learned is just um, that, you know, I... Obviously, because I, I have an issue where I, I doubt everything that I create. I'm always like, okay, this is not good enough. I, you know, nobody's going to like this. For me, going on American Idol, it's like, okay, I'm getting the validation of like Lionel Richie and Katy Perry yeah. and Brian, who have been in the music industry for for a long time. Um, so to me, it was just super validating and like, okay, you have a future in this if you want it. Um, and so that's really what solidified me choosing music as a career. Uh, so it, I did learn a, a lot from American Idol, um, just cause it kind of gave me that boost of confidence that I needed to just be like, okay, go for it, dude, like do it. And, um, and I also did learn that I don't like reality tv and that i don't <laughs> want to i don't want to be on another reality tv show um you know it was great but it's it's a lot of it is um fabricated well, it's, it's it's tv yeah. yeah and um they have to add drama and everything else yeah were they and ever so, mean at all during all the process or were they pretty no, nice throughout or no one that's actually one thing that i was super impressed by is every single member like every single staff was so incredibly nice and just super attentive. Yeah. So I really, really don't have anything bad to say about American Idol besides the fact that I don't love TV, which I already kind of knew. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I would, that's what I would say I learned. So it was super helpful in my career. One, well, I think, <laughs> I, this is just my opinion, but I think there's so much more to music than just like how good are you at singing? Because there are yeah. people who are incredible singers, but are crap for at writing lyrics and they're crap yeah. at, you know, creating a visual or connecting with people. So much of yeah. it is the entire canvas you put out. You know, it's everything. What are you yep. singing? How are you singing it? You know, what do you can mm -hmm. you come up with? It's so much more than just can you hit certain notes? Yeah. And this is coming from a heathen, like, but I recognize <laughs> that, like, you know what I mean? A music yeah, heathen, no. I should say. <laughs> no, it, it's totally, um, it's totally about that. I, um, I think like the word I would use is, is artistry. Um, you know, there's really good singers out there. There's incredible singers who have no artistry. Um, and a lot of the times they have no sense of who they are and who they want to be as an artist. They just want to sing, which is, which is fine. There's, there's beauty to each. Um, and then I think the artistry is really where, the music is a part of who you are. You know what you want and you know who you are as an artist. Um, you can write music, you know. I, I think there's, there's a big difference between a vocalist and an artist. And 
yeah so i mean with the with american idol i would you know that whole show a lot of people have varying opinions of like who should have won and and um who should have gone forward past hollywood week or whatever and that's one thing to take into account though is it's not necessarily about who's the best singer it's it's a lot about who is going to be the best in the industry yeah, and, the and sometimes best- i feel like they throw too much of like the backstory like oh this person oh. has a story and you're like and someone who's like hey i'm just talented I'm like mm-hmm. ah that's nothing give me give me a story talent yeah. give us some give us something sad talent you're like <laughs> I, I had a good life my parents loved me i don't yeah, know what exactly. to tell you <laughs> well and, and yeah i mean that's all about marketing you know you mm-hmm. they want you to be able they want to market you as a person and as an artist so if you're not necessarily marketable in the way that they want then and i'm not i'm not referring to american idol specifically just like tv in general if if you're not marketable as a person, which is a sad in the way that they want it, then, you know, you're really not much of much use to them, to them. Next, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't have That's a tragic origin story? was really singing about guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but kind of just the reality of it. That's funny. Yeah. Well, that's good. You had good experiences. Cause I grew up, uh, in Murray and this is a long time ago and like David Archuleta was a big deal American Idol and people always be like oh you same place you knew I'm like dude I was like in high school when he was like in sixth grade I better not have known him yeah. <laughs> so it's like but I knew I, I mean there was in the neighborhood but still it's so so but so there are people that are like who's tried three or four times in that that yeah. genre and it's worked for them but now they're gone like you don't hear about them but then you see those people like, yeah, I did it once and nothing. And now they have like, they're on their third album. Yeah. So it's not for everybody. But I mean, sure. it's cool that you did it though. And you liked it enough to yeah. give you exposure, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's kind of what it was about for me going forward. I mean, I really, I didn't, I didn't go on the show planning on winning. I really didn't. Um, it was more of, yeah, the exposure part for me. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. You know, it was a good experience overall. So that's pretty cool. So I think yeah. I'm I'm pretty much out of questions, Johnny. You may have one or two more. Um, I'll just quickly outline kind of how the rest of the cast will go. We wanted okay. to do some goofy kind of singing songwriting with you. We normally just kind of we'll call it improv song making. I okay. I won't sing much because you've heard my voice already. <laughs> um, so we just kind of like to have fun. Johnny will probably pull out his guitar in a sec. I'll go grab it. Hey, Johnny. Keep, keep Johnny, keep wait, wait. You have a, you have a question you need to ask him before you go though. What question? Uh, who we'd rather hang out with. Oh, yeah. You don't know the answer to this. Okay. Okay, Talon. Okay. This is a very important question. I need your answer honestly, okay? Okay. Say you were approached by two people. One of them was like a master of light, amazing and bright. And one was like a master of death. Who would you rather befriend? Death. Oh, oh. you're our first death. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, Jake got one. Jake I'm sorry, but like... <laughs> That's true. No, you went... I mean, I should have known because of the whole... Uh, yeah, like the dark side. Uh, once, one million percent. See, I didn't even hesitate on that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I think I, I should have told her. Told her, I said so the master of light is like a dark side. You just can't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so it's a. So uh, in case you're wondering, dead light nerds. It's a play on our last names. Johnny's last name is Luz, so light. Oh. And my last name's Mortimer, but Mort is Latin for uh, death, and then Luz is Latin for light. So oh. like mortician, mortuary, Luz, light. Like it's also Spanish. So yeah. deadlight, like meaning lose or mort lose nerds. 
Yes. It's kind of funny. But Johnny always asks that question, and not a single time has anyone ever said death. Oh, really? Yeah, not once. It's so bad. Well, I'm the first. I know. You just made my whole day. Like, I knew you were going to, too. I was like, this is is why I brought it up. Because normally Johnny brings it up without me, and I always roll my eyes and don't like it. But this time I was like, Tom's going to pick death. I I know it. Yeah. Like, this one, I need to push it. Well, Johnny was avoiding it. He knew my answer. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, I was like, oh, dude, he's, he has doll heads for crying out loud. Of course he wants the master of death. It's true. It's true. What can I say? Oh, I'm actually going to video record this part of the Skype call. Is that chill? Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I don't normally just because it ruins a little bit of the audio. Like it, it has to process a little more. So it sometimes skips. But yeah, let's sing a little. And then, uh, yeah, we'll jump off. It's just going to be like a simple chord progression, no minors, just the G. Just super simple. And you can sing about like how the Masters of Light and Death invited you what? under their cast. Oh, I was just going to say, you can sing about how like the Masters of Light and Death invited you under their cast. Or yes, if you wanna, okay. If, if you, I just go like with whatever. Yeah, and if you want to sing yeah, like a go. theme song for us, like we'll turn it into a little outro. Johnny, if you maybe yes. want to take just like one step back, I'm, it's pretty loud, the guitar playing. Just like literally just like half an inch back. I don't know. The mic's picking it up pretty good. That's like significantly better. I'm on a call with life and death. Which one is best? Probably the death. Sorry, guys. I'm real good at this improv. No, you're good. Skype's struggling with the call a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we just make up stuff like... And Jay finally got someone to like him. Johnny always wins because he's a lot of better friend. All Jay <laughs> has... Light. Hey, I'm too dark for the light. Yeah. And that's why I picked Jay. <laughs> I'm actually going to write down that lyric. I'm too dark for the light. I'm so bad at improv. No, nah, dude, this is all we do. We can't even like remember our stuff. Like It's just me sitting and being like, uh, Jay wears all of the banana hammocks. And it's just us being stupid and silly. Hey, can you acapella that real quick? The I'm too dark for the light, kind of the way you did it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Should I just make it? Should I just make up a melody now? Sure. Ah. Yeah. I'm too dark for the light. Was pretty. I thought that was a really sick line. Yeah. There we go. I'm too dark for the light. Hmm. <laughs> and do we have your I'm permission too to? Dark for the light. What? Do we have your permission to use that? Like, anytime oh, yeah. we want. Okay. Cool. No. Just kidding. <laughs> You've given us the rights. <laughs> I've given you the rights. I sign them over to you guys. To, to that one line. That's sick, though. That's really cool. Um, That's the only good improv I could come up with, you guys. Well, because you're a true artist, so you don't you don't deal with the with the made up stuff that we do all day. Yeah. Do you think Leonardo da Vinci just shows up and starts painting randomly? No, he he plans it out. He doesn't just throw paint at the wall. Um, I'll just keep playing "Big Girl Don't Cry" as we do the outro, Jay. Sounds good. I I learned that song to impress. No, I learned Jack Dan. Uh, not Jack Daniels. What's the? He's a Jack Johnson. Yeah. 
Yeah. Johnny, I learned him to pick up girls. Have you ever learned how to play the community <laughs> Not song? Not work at all. What? Sorry? Oh, Johnny, have you ever learned how to play the community song? Oh, no. Because it's too sad. <laughs> it talks about sad topics, and I don't like sad topics. <laughs> Just curious. I mean, we could have done some. We tried to do... Uh, uh, do you ever watch the TV show Parks and Rec? Talent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, when he does Bye Bye Little Sebastian. Yeah. And I took like three days later because Bilbo Baggins, the actor who played him, died. Uh-huh. And I want to go, bye bye, Bilbo Baggins. Oh. And then by the time I like figured out to do it, and this new job's been killing me. So it's like, it was like a week later. And I'm like, Jay, uh, why are we not on top of this quicker? Because by the time <laughs> we get it out, it's already done. Yeah. And you know, people have moved on. I'm like, oh, who cares? Oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's this is what we do. We just do parodies and record it on TikTok and get 300 views and like we're the best. And then we talk to you and we're like, oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, totally, one million, yeah. <laughs> no, one and a half. That's so cool. No, because we'll we'll, uh, we'll follow you and promote you too because we like talented people. Well, thank you. Yeah, you uh, you have a you working on an EP? Yeah. So right now I'm um, working on writing an EP. So I was, I wrote an EP. I have like a whole album written that I. And then I just didn't like it. So I was like, I'm going to write a new one. Nice. I mean, I like it, but it's, it wasn't the style that I necessarily was going for. So, and I just restarted. Did you, okay. I was going to say, did you save anything or just burned it all? No, I mean, I saved, I know all the songs. So okay. I saved them all, but yeah, didn't, not going to release anything. <laughs> but that's cool though. Cause you can just like throw out some test ones and see what people like. That's, sure. that's, that's the beauty of this. It's like when we did our first podcast, we just threw it out. And it was way too nerdy for everyone. Like, we're like, 10 people are going to understand our deep dive into DC. So yeah. we had to unnerd it enough for the, like, our, our most views are, like, if it's someone kind of famous or yeah. if it's a generic topic like music, then people will really listen to it. Yeah. But when we go hardcore into the politics of Marvel, people are like, no, no, thank you. No. Yeah. We still do it, oh though. That's goodness. the problem. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. We'll do every <laughs> every third or we'll pick it up. We don't care. Hey, we're going to nerd point. out hard. Exactly. Do it. So we have some stickers for you. We'll give you these. Can go on like a. Uh, these are what Liza designed. These can go yes. on like a. They're uh, so cool. They Those can go on awesome. like a water bottle or whatever. I'm gonna make patches of it and put it on my sweaters. Oh, yes. I can't even wait. I love that. I should put that on my guitar case. Honestly, I don't have one on there. Yeah, I ah, need to put one just on my laptop. I'll probably put it on my. Do you play? Um, you play the piano and the guitar. Mm-hmm. Is there one yeah. that you do more? Or? Um, probably guitar. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm better at the piano, but guitar is just easier. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Although you, it'd be really cool with the, because what I've been hearing for you to try something like the uke. I don't know why. I just felt like, oh, it'd be yeah. Cool, like, just like a good tone of yours, but with the high pitch uke, it would work uh-huh. really well. I know. I need, I, I know how to play. I play yeah, yeah. little. I mean, it's like the easiest instrument to learn, I know, but yeah. um, I know. Maybe I should get into that again. Because it's just really cool. <laughs> it's like a, I forgot his name, the Australian guy. But he goes a little higher than you, but you still, you have a good enough deep voice that it works. Mm-hmm. 21 Pilots uses a uke different. now and again. What? 21 Pilots will use a ukulele now and again, and I think yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, they I'm don't not really, guitars at all in their music. I'm not really huge in 21 Pilots. There's that craze, and I was kind of like, I jumped on it for a couple months, and I was like, you know what? This really isn't my scene. I went to a concert. <laughs> I actually liked them for like a year. Went to a concert and was like... You know, there's a lot of, like, 14-year-old girls around me. Maybe yep. this isn't the type of music I should be into. <laughs> and it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. But it, it is kind of the joke that I, like, think of. Like, you know, this really isn't my type of music, I think. Yeah. I know. They they have some... They have a, dar, a diehard fan base, dude. 
Oh yeah, yeah, they'll dress it's up crazy. to go their concerts, and I'm like, mm-hmm. good for them. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> well, I think that's it for this week. Um, that was a really abrupt end. Let's maybe do something else. <laughs> that was not a good bridge. <laughs> Um, that was a horrible that was a terrible bridge, bridge. <laughs> you're, you're well, we're done. Out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no i just wanted to have right? a i just wanted to quickly thank you talon for uh for being on our cast um, yes of course thank you for having me we'll, yeah uh, we'll have you back on when that ep drops because i want to hear it and talk yes, music please. with you man you got you got really cool taste i like that well thank you we'll get so, them on with deeds and we'll go indie pure indie singer songwriters yes so, that'll please. be good you would love yes. deeds she so she's yeah, someone we have deeds, on like yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. No, I was gonna say she like she 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 goes deep cuts. She'll find bands from like Australia that no one knows, and yeah. like just tears. Or she'll go free like oh listen to Rihanna. She's so up and down. I love that. Yeah. Like, I hate yeah. when someone's just one sided. Only mm-hmm. top forty. No, I want everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> and I don't know if she makes any music, but she goes to like probably fifty concerts a year when there isn't COVID. Like yeah, when you're yeah. allowed to go to concerts. Like like two concerts a week, I think is what she was averaging one year. She was telling yeah. us it was like some crazy oh, number, gosh. like almost. Like eighty concerts she went to last year, and we were like, "Oh my gosh, deeds!" So she knows she knows a lot of music. Yeah, that's impressive. We'll tell her to go <laughs> listen to you because she'll like that. We'll be like, yes, guess, guess who we got on our cast?" And she'll be like, "Oh, talent! Yeah, love him. Knew it already." <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, oh get goodness. on the ball with this. I knew all the local artists. We're like, "Thanks, oh. Deeds. I know everything. <laughs> I know everything." <laughs> well, talent, we can't wait to hear more from you, and then uh, we'll bug you the minute this thing drops, or even before, because we like talking music. We like talking yes. to you. <laughs> I like talking to you guys too. This was way fun. Awesome, dude. When we and then uh, let us know when you hit the first ten million. Ten million. I will. Uh, <laughs> I will I'll let you know. You guys will be the first to know. We'll be. We'll be on the the text chain without your dad this time. Get it back at him. Exactly. Your whole family knows. No dad. We're, we got to ride your coattails. You, when you become this huge <laughs> artist, we're gonna ride your coattails. We're gonna be right there behind you. Right. We interview you first. Please. That's what me and Jay do. We're exactly. interviewing everyone that will be famous. So we'll be like, yeah, no, we were there. We're there with you. Remember? We're the first mm-hmm. cast. Behind every successful musician or actor is us riding their coattails. <laughs> and their coattails. I love it. <laughs> cool. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much. Johnny, why don't you give us a little jingle to end the cast? All right, night. Just uh, remember that Jay is one for two and the master of life. I got nothing. Oh, that was scary. Why don't you just say something nice? <laughs> All right, Knights, uh, make sure to always dream for the stars. That was nice. Amen. This is why we don't end stuff on me. <laughs> All right, Knights, we'll see you on the flippity-flop. Be on the flippity-flop. <laughs>